KMTT, Kimitzion Tetzei Torah, Udvar Hashem Yushalayim. Today is Wednesday, we have the weekly share, the weekly mitzvah by Harav Binyamin Tavoy. In Parashat Ki Tavo, the Torah tells us of Brachot Klalot, and the Torah says one sentence about Am Yisrael. The people, the entire community of people of the world will see that God's name is placed upon you. The Gemara in Menachos and other places says that this refers to Tefillin Shebarosh. This refers to the tefillin of Rosh. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daf Yudzayin, mentions a special problem with Karkafta de Lomanach tefillin, a head that did not place, did not have tefillin placed upon it. Although there are Rishonim, there is discussion whether this is referring specifically to Tefillin Shabarosh only, the simple meaning of the Gemara seems to imply that there's something unique, something special about Tefillin Shabarosh that we see Shem Hashem Nikra we see God's name upon the person who wears Tefillin Shabarosh, and it would be a terrible tragedy if there would be a head upon which Tefillin had never rested. This seems to me to be part of the reason for the famous drive of the Lubavitcher Rebbe to encourage people to put on tefillin, that he knew that many of the people who put on tefillin would not continue putting on tefillin, but I think he felt that nevertheless there would be an issue, a very very good result, a positive result, of a person putting on tefillin once, that he should not be considered a kakafta de la manach tefillin la'olam, that he never put on tefillin. So today's shear will deal with tefillin, specifically the unique quality of tefillin shalrosh, but in order to do that we'll have to discuss the concept of tefillin in general. We all know that the Torah told us that there's tefillin shalyad and tefillin shalrosh. There's both the tefillin that we put on our hands and the tefillin that we put on the head. And it seems to be more logical that they're two separate mitzvahs. The Rambam in Sefer HaMitzvahs counted them as two individual mitzvahs. Tefillin Shalyad is one mitzvah, and Tefillin Shalrosh is a second mitzvah. And the Rambam goes on to even attempt to base his position, explain why they're two mitzvahs, and for example, he quotes a Gemara that we'll refer to later, that the Tefillin Shayyad and Tefillin Shalrosh are not ma'akva zuazu. They do not withhold the mitzvah from the other. For example, if a person has no arm, well, if a person has no Tefillin Shalyat, or in fact if he has no arm, then there he cannot put on Tefillin Shalyat. Tefillin Shalyat can be placed only on Yad Keha, on the weaker hand. If a person has one hand, Unfortunately, besides the physical tragedy, he can't put on tefillin shalyad at all. But tefillin shalrash, he would put on. 
there's a mitzvah daraisa, a tefillin shalrosh, even without tefillin shalyat. Conversely, if a person did not have tefillin shalrosh, he only had tefillin shalyat, then there would be a mitzvah in putting in tefillin shalyat. There's a famous story about the concentration camps that they had one tefillah. They did not have a pair of tefillin, but they had one tefillah. And they used to pass it from person to person. Can you imagine the kedusha, the feeling of people in the concentration camp who were zelcheh to put on one tefillah? The Raman proved from this Gemara and from other sources that there are two separate mitzvahs. One is called tefillin shalyad, and one is called tefillin shalrash. There are people who disagreed with the Rambam. The Bahag only quoted it as one mitzvah. In fact, Tosfus, in one comment, also mentions that there's one mitzvah of tefillin, the, Rambam, the Tosfus in Menachos, Daf Lamidvav, mentions just in passing that it's, there's one mitzvah of tefillin shalyad and tefillin shalrash. He counts it as one mitzvah. Shani tefillin she mitzvah achasen. Tefillin are different than other uh, other mitzvahs that tefillin are one mitzvah together. Apparently, Tosfus and the Bahag think that the tefillin shalyad and tefillin shalrash come together to create one kiyum of tefillin. But for us, it seems to be more convincing the argument of the Rambam that there are two separate mitzvahs. They're not ma'akev zuezu. Interestingly enough, there's a famous machlokas. Um, if they are, a famous question, in fact, if they are ma'akev. You see, the Gemara in Menachos, daf memdalet amadalef, quotes a Mishnah, that the Mishnah says that Tvila Shayad Eina Ma'akevis. Tvila Shayad does not prohibit the Tvila Shayad. As we said before, they're not Ma'akev. But the Gemara then quotes Rav Chizda. Amar Rav Chizda, Lashanu Elashayeshlo, Aval Eina Ma'akevis. The Gemara says that Rav Chizda says when a person has both Tvila Shayad and Tvila Shayad, but he only puts on one, then it's not Ma'akev. But it seems a very strange svara. If he has no tefillin, then it's ma'akev. In other words, if a person only has one tefillah, then he does not fulfill the mitzvah, unless he gets the other one. But if he has them both, then he doesn't have to put them both. It seems like a very strange svara. But the Gemara immediately asks on him, Amulo Amarta? Did you really say that? Amalu lo, he denied it. Elaman de les tre mitzvahs, chad mitzvah namido leavit. If a person has in front of him two mitzvahs, should he not do one at least? This Gemara seems to support very strongly the opinion of the Rambam that there are two separate mitzvahs, and one mitzvah without the other can be done. Obviously, it's not preferable, but it certainly can be done. Then the Gemara says, What was his original thought? How could a person possibly say that if you have no, if you do not have the Tfil Shal Rosh or the Tfil Shayat, it's Ma'akev the other one? How could it be? Answers the Gemara, Gezeira Shema Yifsha. I thought there is a Gezeira that maybe he will be negligent and he won't buy a Tfil Shal Yad, a Tfil Shal Rosh. Tfil 
seem kind of expensive. And the Gemara might have been concerned that a person who has only one tefillah will not get another one. He said, I'm doing a mitzvah, why do I have to look for another one? So the Gemara emphasized in the name of Rav Chizda that if a person doesn't have a, one tefillah, he only has one tefillah, doesn't have the other, then he doesn't fulfill that mitzvah either. The Gemara said it in a way to encourage a person to really get both. If a person has both, the assumption is that he no, needs no longer, he needs no more encouragement to put on the tefillin. The assumption is he will put on tefillin. For whatever reason, for one day he didn't put on the tefillin, I'm not afraid this is going to be a continue, a long time situation. Therefore, we didn't make such a And we said, Yeshlo So the Gemara did try to explain the Havamina. Nevertheless, the Gemara, as it exists before us, seems to say very clearly that tefillin or that ma'akvim If anything, there was a hafamina, there was a reason to think that a person should buy both, and if he didn't buy both, we would somehow emplace some sort of a gzeiro on him to say that he did not fulfill his, his mitzvah, even one mitzvah, unless he buys the other. However, Rishonim quote this Gemara, and even Paskin, a little different then the Gemara seems to say Menachas Memdalit. For example, the Arzarua in Mitzvah, in, in, in chapter number Tav Kuf Ayin Ches, the heading of which is Tfilin Shal Rosh Ushayad Enan The heading of the section is indeed that Tfilin Shal Yad and Tfilin Shal Rosh do not preclude one another. And he goes on to quote our Gemara, and explain that really the halacha should be that they're not makif. However, he quotes Moria Rav Simcha Kasav. He quotes his Rebbe, Reb Simcha. Now this quote seems to be diametrically opposed to the quotes from Agamera. But the Gemara says, but the Arzua says, the neighbor of Simcha, that if you have both, then you're required to put them on both. The Tanya Batasefta, and he quotes a Tasefta, Metfilin Shalyad Vishalrosh Ma'akvim Zuazu. Vim Einlo Ella Achas Mehem Hareze Yoniach. He quotes a Tasefta as saying, the opposite of Rav Chizda. And he says that we do know the Mishnah said Tfilin Shayad and Tfilin Shalrosh Einan Ma'akvazu Nevertheless, that is only if you do not have them. I do not have the opportunity of putting on Tfilin Shalyad, then I could put in Tfilin Shalrosh. Or vice versa. But if I have both, then I must put them both on. Then they are in connected one to another, and you do not fulfill the mitzvah by putting on one. And he quotes the Tosefta that Tfilin Shayat Tfilin Shalosh Ma'akvim Zuazu. Nevertheless, the Tosefta says, if you only have one, you should put it on. But if you have both, they're Ma'akev. And then he's then 
Rav Chizda had it backwards. What the Gemara says is correct. The Gemara said that if a person has Tfilin Shal Yat, Tfilin Shal Rosh, it is originally the Gemara thought, the Gemara thought if he has, if they are both in front of him, then it's not Ma'akev. It, 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 Lashon Yeshlo, it's not Ma'akev if he has them. But if he doesn't have them, it is Ma'akev. That can't be. Because if he doesn't have it, why should it be Ma'akev? If he has it, why shouldn't he put them both on? So, Azura says, Rav Chizda had it backwards, and that's why the Gemara said, did you say that? And he said, no, I didn't say it. But indeed, he could have said the opposite. The opposite is logical, according to, to Rav Simcha, quoted by the Azura, that if you do have both of them, then they're Ma'akev. If you don't have it, Nebuch, a person only has one, he should put in one. What's the Svera to say that if you have both, they are Ma'akev? Well, here, you could argue and say the Gezeir Shema Yifsha applies more logically here. A person who has a pair of tool in front of him, for goodness sakes, why don't you put in both? So I'm afraid that persons could be lazy, say, look, there's a mitzvah, I'm tired, I'm only going to do half the mitzvah. Or really, he, that phrase, half the mitzvah, is not correct. He'll do a full mitzvah and not do a different mitzvah. So there, Chazal said, no, you shouldn't do that because... If you do that, if you have both and only put in one, we proclaim that you only fulfill one, not both. But if you don't have it, Nebuch, a person doesn't have two pair, a whole set of tefillin. You only have tefillin shayad or tefillin shalrash. So it's better to put it on. They do agree that it's a mitzvah to put it on, one without the other. The uh, Sefer Mitzvahs of Rabbi Nisadjigon quotes the mitzvah of tefillin as two mitzvahs. And Rav Perlau has a whole discussion, a long discussion to try to understand why this could possibly be a problem. What could be the reason that Tfilin Shal Shiyad and Shal Rosh Ma'akev Zuazu when they are both there, according to Rabbeinu Simcha? And he goes into a long discussion if Baal Tigra would apply. In general, if a person can do a mitzvah, he should not do a smaller amount of the mitzvah. When there's a mitzvah to do, we know the same way there's a mitzvah of Loto Seifalav, you cannot add to the mitzvah of Loti Gramen, you should not take away. So he wanted to argue, he has a long argument, that if you have both tefillin in front of you, perhaps it's Lotigra of the mitzvah of tefillin to take away one and only use one. That argument, of course, uh, can be discussed and argued with very easily, but... Nevertheless, we see that people are searching to find an explanation. How is it possible for Reb Simcha to say that it's Lahalacha? He said, if Yeshlo, it's Me'akev Zuazu. Of course, in the Bavli, we only had to explain Ahava, I mean, of Reb Chizda. How could it possibly be that it, anyone entertained an idea that in lo, it's Me'akev? Nevertheless, the bottom Halacha seems to be, in, in the end of the day, it seems that we paskin that not like Rabbeinu Simcha, we paskin like the Arzorua, like like we shown him that nothing is ma'akev film shayad and film sharosh enon ma'akvazuazu. So then the question would be: since we say there's two mitzvahs called film shayad and film sharosh, how many mitzvahs, how many brachas should we make on the tefillin? Should we make one bracha or two brachas? Today we know it's a machlokas between. The uh, Ashkenazim and the Sfaradim, 
Ashkenazim, those that go according to Tosfos and Mishonim, that you make two brachas in film. Tfilin Shayad, you make a bracha, and Tfilin Shalrosh, you make a bracha on Mitzvah Tfilin. The people who follow Nusach Svard, the Minig of the Rambam, Paskin, that you make, make one bracha on Tfilin Shalyad, unless for some reason a person interrupted, there was a half stick between Tfilin Shayad and Tfilin Shalrosh, in which case you make two brachas. The reason for this machlokas would have been very simple for me to explain. The people that think you make one bracha think there's one mitzvah tefillin, tefillin shayat, tefillin shorosh, joined together to be one kiyumah mitzvah, and therefore you make one bracha. Those that think you make two brachas, tefillin shayat, tefillin shorosh, because they think there are two mitzvahs. There are two mitzvahs, one tefillin shayat, one tefillin shorosh. Unfortunately, or fortunately for the people that enjoy lambdas, there seems to be an opposite factor in, in this case. The Rambam holds that it's two mitzvahs. Nevertheless, the Rambam thought there's one bracha. There's a bracha in Tefillin Shayat. The Tosfus holds that there are two mitzvah, that there's one mitzvah Tefillin, and Tosfus really holds that there are two brachas. Tosfus says in the Gemara of Sachman Tefillah, the Tefillah, the Gemara Menachas Taflamidvav, the Gemara says, if you did not speak, you make one bracha. If you spoke, if you interrupted, you make two brachas. So Rashi interpreted that you make one bracha on Tfil and Shayyad, but if you interrupted, then you make a bracha also on Tfil and Shalrash, which is, I think, what Ashkenazim um, f- do not exactly follow, because I think they always make it fil- a bracha on Tfil and Shalrash. Rabbeinu Tam Pirush, lo sach mevarech achas, l'shalrosh mevarech ha-mitzvah tefillin, shezoi b'rchasa. Sach mevarech shtayim, l'shalrosh l'aniach v'ha-mitzvah. If a person did not talk, he makes a bracha on tefillin shalyad, and a bracha on tefillin shalrosh, which is what we do, which is what most Ashkenazi Jews do. They make a bracha on tefillin shalyad l'aniach, and tefillin shalrosh l'aniach, our mitzvah tefillin, and then if you were sach, then you make two brachas from tefillin shall shall rush, and that's the minik I think of the Ashkenazim today. I'd like to understand the reason for the Ashkenazi custom of making two brachas. According to Tosis, it's really one mitzvah. Why would you make two brachas? In general, any time that there's a mitzvah that you make two brachas, you have to analyze. Why would you make two brachas? Generally, a bracha, a mitzvah has a bracha, a birchas ha mitzvah, and one bracha should be recited. Whenever we have a case of two brachas, we should try to understand why we have two brachas. So people might say to me, of course, by, by, by Mikra Megillah, by Hadlakas Ner Chanukah, we have two brachas, we make a bracha, Ladlik Ner Chanukah, and then we make a bracha, Sha'asa Nisim. Of course, those two brachas are completely different. There are two different types of bracha. The first bracha is a brachas ha-mitzvah. Asher kishon mitzvah zavu tzivanu ladik nechanukah or amikra megillah. That's a brachas ha-mitzvah. The second bracha she'asa nisim is not a brachas ha-mitzvah. It's a brachas ha-shevach. It's a bracha on the unique occasion. The occasion might be doing this particular mitzvah or the occasion of the of the holiday itself. 
there is a discussion we shown him if a person does not have a Megillah, if he would make the bracha she'asanisim. She'asanisim is we we say it together with the Megillah, but really it's not a bracha on the Megillah. Perhaps it's a bracha on the event that I that that causes the reading of the Megillah or the simcha I have of reading the Megillah. But nevertheless, it's not a bracha of a birchas hamitzvah. My issue of making two brachas and one mitzvah is only when you make well. Two birchas hamitzvah. Somebody might say to me, uh, by matzah I make uh, make two brachas. I make a bracha hamotzi lechem and I make a bracha alachilas matzah. And of course, those are two different types of brachas as well. Alachilas matzah is a birchas hanenin. That's a regular bracha a person makes whenever he eats bread or matzah. Ashkenazi custom is to make hamotzi on matzah as well. The Second bracha, lachilas matzah, that's a birchas ha-mitzvah. But we only make one birchas ha-mitzvah on one mitzvah. The classic example of saying that we would make two brachas on one mitzvah is the, is the mitzvah of bris milah. By bris milah, so we make two brachas. Two birchas ha-mitzvah. It seems to be two birchas ha-mitzvah. One bracha, in our custom, is said by the Moel. Alhamila, asher kichanam sotavitzivanu, alhamila. And the second bracha made by, generally in our custom, made by the father of the, of the, of the child, lachnisa lebrisa shlavam avinu. To a bracha, which seems has the same, asher kichar of zivanu. Tosos in Psachim raises this issue, and in fact, discusses whether the second bracha should be made, or has to be made, over lasiyasan. We have a principle that at birchas ha-mitzvah, you make the bracha before you do the mitzvah. So the bracha al hamila that the mohel makes, of course, you should make before you do the bracha, before you do the mila. The second bracha, Tosus discusses that perhaps it can be done after the mila or during. The, it doesn't have to be done before the mila because, in essence, it's not a birchas hamitzvah. What is it? So I've heard this from Rav Salavechik, and I think other people have explained it as well. That the bracha, the second bracha of mila, is not on the mitzvah per se. But it's in the fact that a yel, that this child is now considered a mahul. In the mitzvah of mila, it's not just the act of mila that's done. It's the concept that from now on he is a mahul. Being mahul itself is a state of of a person, which itself is the kiyum hamitzvah. The Gemara relates how David Hamelech went into the bathhouse, and as he went further and further in, firstly he took off his tefillin. As you walk into the various stages of the bathhouse, he take, took off his tefillin, and he said, oh, I'm missing, missing the mitzvah of tefillin, then he take off, takes off his, his tzitzes, and he says, I'm not wearing tzitzes, I, fulfill, I, I lost this mitzvah, and then he remembered that he's mahul, he's, since he's mahul, he felt that he's always walking around in the state of having a mitzvah on him. He itself being a mahul is a kiyama mitzvah. So the bracha, Lachnisa lebisa shlav ramavino is not a bracha that we would categorize as a birchas hamitzvah, but rather it would be a type of a birchas hashevach vodah. Similarly, people have explained the bracha, the two brachas of tefillin, according to the rush, according to on the two birchas birchas tefillin, the one on tefillin shayad, one tefillin shalrush, according to this concept as well. Before I cite that explanation, I'd like to point out that the Ashkenazi custom seems to be 
that first you make a bracha when you put in film Shalyad, and then you make a bracha when you put in film Shalrosh. But since they're not 100% convinced that this second bracha should be made, because there is a Machlokas Rishonim, and some Rishonim say you only make one bracha, so therefore we've adopted a position that immediately after saying that bracha we say Baruch Shem Kvad Malchusel Olam And those words, Baruch Shem Kvad Malchusel Olam are the words that we say when inadvertently a person has made, has said a bracha vatala, and somehow he wants to atone, to make up for the fact that he said, he brought the name of HaKadosh Baruch in our world with no permission. He made a bracha she'en a bracha levatala. So the custom is to say, Baruch Shem Kvad So therefore, the Ashkenazi custom seems to be based upon the fact that a person is not sure whether he should make the second bracha. He does make it. But since he made it, he's not sure. He says, Baruch Shem Kvad Achronim have pointed out, Rav Avad Yosef has a tshuva about this, that this position seems quite untenable. Because, in general, if a person is not sure whether he should make a bracha or not, the principle is safik brachas lahakel. If it's a safik, if we're in doubt, the general principle is you don't make a bracha. It's not just a regular call of safik drabanan lakula. Since birchas mitzvah drabanan, a person might argue that every safik of a bracha should be lakula because safik drabanan lakula. Perhaps, Chazal instituted another comment, not just Safik Rabban on the Kula, but even but even more so, a Safik Bracha is even more reason to be maker than a regular Safik Rabbanan, and we would go Lakula. If that would be true, then we certainly would not make the Bracha. Wherever have we found that we're not sure whether we should make a Bracha, so we say, you know what, go ahead and make the Bracha and say, Baruch Shem Apparently people think that we really, really do Paskin that you're allowed to make the bracha, but nevertheless, we add bracha Shem because maybe. I don't understand that concept of maybe. Once you say there's a maybe, that it would seem to me that you shouldn't make the bracha at all. So I said achronim, and uh, I heard this from Rav Soloveitchik, but if you look in the Arach HaShulchan, you'll find something quite similar. Not exactly the same, but very similar to what I'm going to say. Since the Gemara says... There are two different aspects of Tefillin Shalyad and Tefillin Shalrosh. When a person puts in Tefillin Shalyad, so it's true, there's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah like many other mitzvahs, perhaps a very important mitzvah, but a, a, a mitzvah nevertheless to put in Tefillin Shalyad. And a person puts in Tefillin Shalyad. I've never found the phrase Dara Dulamanach Tefillin or Dara Dumanach Tefillin, the, the hand that put on Tefillin. Fulfilled the mitzvah. Tefillin Shal Rosh, a person becomes unique in the concept that we began with in our parsha. The name of God Kivayochal is put upon this person wearing Tefillin. He becomes a karkafta demonach Tefillin. He becomes a skull, a head, which has Tefillin on it. He becomes a person in the phrase, in the classic brisker phrase, Agavra de Mu'uta B'Tfilin, the bracha Oter Yisrael B'Sifara, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has given us this beautiful crown of Pe'er, what is referring to Tfilin Shalrash. When the Pasuk says, Chavosh Pe'er Chamealecha, the Pasuk says that in certain occasions, Nebuch Rachmana a person should take away the Pe'er. We learn from here that there are times 
unfortunately, where a person may not wear tefillin. Tefillin are called a pe'er. The person becomes a tefillin, a gavra muta b'tefillin. So therefore, the bracha on the tefillin shall rush is not a bracha on the fact, on the maisa ha-mitzvah ha-nochas tefillin. It's not a bracha like a birchas ha-mitzvah, like any other birchas ha-mitzvah. Because then we would have the question, why would you make two brachas on one mitzvah, according to the Ramah, according to the Rishonim that holds it's two mitzvah, according to Tosas that it's two mitzvah, that it's one mitzvah, why would you indeed make two brachas? The first bracha is a regular birchas ha-mitzvah. The second bracha is a birchas ha-shevach v'odah. It's a special bracha that we make that the person has become a gavra de muuta betfilin. And what reflects the fact that he's a gavra muuta betfilin? What is the glory of the person who wears tefillin? The fact that we see upon him while he puts on his tefillin. We see Shem Hashem Nikra Olav. As the Pasuk says, V'ra'u kola ameyaretz ki Shem Hashem Nikra Olecha. So when you see that, when you feel that, the concept is to bring God's, God's glory into the world. God's glory into the world is brought in by saying the words, Baruch Shem Kvad Machusa L'Alam Vayad. Those words which reflect the, fact, the glory of God in this world, Baruch Shem Kvad Machusa L'Alam Vayad, those words should be said as a reflection of being a gavram utabitfilin. It's not a statement that I make because I'm afraid I made a brachal vatala. Rather, it's the reflection of being a gavra ham utabitfilin. The interesting question would be, halachically, when should I say the words Barakshem Kvod Machusal Alam Vayad? You know that you're not allowed to be mafsik between Tfilm Shayyad and Film Sharaj. It's considered a very severe Avera to be mafsik between Tfilm Shayyad and Film Sharaj. The bracha is a bracha. You make the bracha. When should you say the, the words Baruch Shem Kvad Machus Olam I'm not sure because it's not my custom. But I think that many people make that bracha Baruch Shem Kvad Machus Olam when they finish putting on the Tfilm Sharaj. When they, after they have the Tfilm Sharaj in their head, then they add that phrase, Baruch Shem Kvad Machus Olam which I said could be understood as a uh, somehow a remedy for Brachel Batala. Interestingly enough, in Rav Kuk's Siddur, in the Siddur called Olas Ria, the instructions for putting a tefillin are put it put on the tefillin shalyat, immediately put on the tefillin shall rush, make the bracha v'tzivanu amitzas tefillin v'tekef yomar. Immediately he should say baruch shem kvod mochasolam v'ed. Apparently Rav Kook thinks you should put in the make this say, make the statement the baruch shem kvod mochasolam v'ed before you put on your tefillin immediately before while you're putting on tefillin, and then he says at the end, umahadik omer etc. And after you put it on your head, when after you affix it firmly on your head, then you continue. But the bar shem would be said before that. It seems to me this would be very much in keeping with the idea that I expressed that bar shem is an expression of These are the tefillin shebarosh. The Chachmei Hav Musar have pointed out that there's Tefillin Al Harosh and there's Tefillin Sheb Barosh. It's not just Tefillin on your head, it becomes Tefillin in your head. People somehow, by putting on Tefillin, understand more who they are, can recognize more that Shem Hashem Nikra Alav, and we eventually hope that the 
pasuk will come true. Ve'ra'u kol ha'me'aretz, ki shem Hashem nikra alecha, v'yaru mimekah.